Un tiro de lucha, episodio 41. ¡Dale! Así, busting, freestyles and stone cold stunting and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, undertaker chain. Sitting the fire or get pooed like Roman brain. Give this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that cactus jack. It's Patty Yag, the face. Run the place now, so phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get hit, we going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk that WWE, it's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJT. Coming to you live to tape from Omega Studios, it's a shot of wrestling. I'm your host, Michael J. Putty, and joining me each... And every week is the man who refuses to shop on Black Friday until they start calling it African American Friday. Abel Greenman B. You know, the color of Black Friday, it's not intended to be a racial remark. You know that, right? That's what you told me when you were drunk one day. I'm just (laughs) revealing you. You know that it's not the reason that today. Is Black Friday. I'm just now. I'm dating our show. This now, is horrible. Now I'm repeating your words. Yeah. I'm just repeating what you told me one time, drunk. Well, you're like, you know, fuck Black Friday, man. I just fucking love people, bro. I'm just fucking call it African American Friday, man. That's what you said. <laughs> well, you're always great with the introductions, but just so you know, it's for the second week in a row. Yeah. Once again, you're back at the helm. I am back at the helm. I enjoyed my time last week. I wanted to come back and I wanted to be part of this again, and hopefully. I do a good job again. Which means you're setting up to kick me out and do your show with somebody else. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> you have all the equipment. That's impossible. Right. Remember, it's my equipment, too. That is impossible. Yeah. You buy your own equipment one day. Michael J. Oh. Is that what you guys are sending for Christmas? New equipment? So you can just push me out? Why, why are you? That, that is exactly what I'm putting on my Christmas list. Vacant, if you're it. listening. Uh, voice, if you're listening. I need equipment for the holidays. I was speaking of the holidays. How was your uh, turkey day? Your Fantastic. Yeah? I'm the best one in a long time. Wow. What did you do? Um, usually go to my um, family's house in Staten Island. Due to circumstances, we couldn't do that this year. So we ended up going to a restaurant out to eat instead of my poor mother slaving over a stove and come out to eat. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Yeah, let someone else do the job for Fantastic. you. Fantastic. I had, I had turkey, I had chicken marsala, mm. which is fucking delicious. I never had it before. You should have like turkey marsala. I had, they had turkey, but very Thanksgiving. I was thinking about between, debating between turkey and chicken, but turkey came with a lot of shit I don't like, and the chicken came with mashed potatoes. So I got the chicken, and it was... Bro, talking the, about Thanksgiving... It was like, the best meal I've had in my life in a long time. Where was the uh, annual... Thanksgiving food fight. Oh, that's right. Smackdown. What yeah. happened? It's not on Thanksgiving no more. It's not on Thursday. So, uh, so, so what's going on? I guess no more. No mas. No mas. You know, yeah, we're, we're culturing our fans. We're teaching them a little Espanol. Maybe next week we'll teach them a little Francais. I don't know. This this how we this what we do here. It's, all, it's a show about learning. You know, a lot of you who ha- haven't tuned into us before, this is what we do. We go into an hour and a half journey talking all about wrestling. And along the way, we learn a little bit about it because we know there's a lot of you listening out there with different ranges of, of knowledge. Some of you are smarts. Some of you are, are like little Jimmy, little Jimmy, five-year-old, you know, just 
tuning in to A Shot of Wrestling and wanting to find out. So for little Jimmy, or little Chase, whatever you want to call him, let's go into words of wrestling. Squash. An extremely one-sided... Ooh, like, wait, wait, like squash, like you, you, like you cook squash for Thanksgiving dinner. Usually short match. No. They generally feature star wrestlers against relatively unknown jobbers, usually to help a gimmick or a moveset get over. Mm-hmm. An infamous example of this is the match between Brock Lesnar and Goldberg at Survivor Series 2016. Mm, spoiler alert. Now that we know <laughs> the meaning of the word, you can play along to this week's drinking game and take a shot. Every time we say the word squash. Well, speaking about squash, you know, the uh, Survivor Series, that's what we're watching right now, just recapping it. But uh, the main news from this Survivor Series 2016 was the ending, the main event. What did you think about the Goldberg? It was great. Yeah? It was great. It was well played. It came off well. I thoroughly enjoyed it because A, it was a match I did not want to see. And two, I didn't have to see it. It was great. It was fantastic. Oh my god, it was so great. Yeah? That's what the, so from want, beginning, so as soon as you saw Goldberg come out. Okay, no problem. Yeah, all right. You were excited. Plus, there was, remember, there was, I saw it live. There's plenty of time left. Okay. It was like 10 20 something. It was a very short, short uh, pay per view. Yeah. And uh, so I was expecting a match with a 10 20 something. And. Uh, I didn't get one. It was fantastic. It was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. <laughs> Did you feel like you were cheated? Nope. Not some even wrestling bit. fans I out there see this match. feel like they were cheated. Like there was this big build around this big main event, um, Goldberg returning, and then you get a minute and twenty-six second match oh, where Bill so. Goldberg dominated. He squashed him. He dominated. It's great. Little kitties, if you're listening, little Jimmy, you should be drinking apple juice. Yeah. Apple juice no, shots of wrestling. I didn't want to see this match, but now I didn't have to. I mean, obviously they're building up spoiler. We'll talk later in the news. They're obviously setting up for a third match. But it was just... I didn't want to see this match. I didn't have to. It was fantastic. Great way to end the pay-per-view. You know what? Great I, way to end a great pay-per-view. Let me tell you what, what I felt. Because as soon as that match was over, I, I thought... I was a little bit upset. I'm like, really? Like, that's how you ended it? Like, what the hell? Yeah, like, 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 what the hell? And then it literally took maybe two, three seconds at most. Okay. Before I was like, this is genius. It's genius. This is great. Oh, man, so great. What better way to really bring back Goldberg mm-hmm. than to give him his exact gimmick from WCW and let the fans who haven't experienced that experience it? This was Goldberg. Goldberg came in. He... Killed someone, pinned them one, two, three after a jackhammer, and then walked out. And that's probably the only thing I would heal about him is he didn't choose to walk out. He, for some reason, decided to take his little boy's his shirt, shirt off, off. Yeah, and then parade him around. That, that's like child abuse. Yeah, it was a little weird. You know? Little weird. Yeah. It's like shaming him. Yeah. What else about Survivor Series did you enjoy? You enjoyed the last match. What else did you like? Overall, Everybody fun. It was just Robber Smackdown. It was. It, it didn't take itself too seriously. Right. It was, it, it was there what it was. It was bragging rights Survivor Series. Who got the bragging rights? Uh, I would guess Rob did. One, two, or three. Uh, did they? 
sort of throw the big ones. Yeah, but all I keep hearing after Smackdown the event is that SmackDown won because they won the, the men's match. That was a big one. SmackDown won the IC one. SmackDown won. I guess it was tied. I guess there was no bracket match. It was, it was like, it was, I didn't expect much. I didn't take it too seriously. Like I said, it was just it was what it was. An old school, traditional Survivor Series. You haven't seen that in a while. I liked it. I yeah. like that the titles that were on the line didn't change anything about the yeah. cruiserweights moving or the Miz that, maybe going to Raw. Or, we talked about that too. All we heard about was, oh, from your boy Slick Dick, he was saying how Sami Zayn's going to win and the cruiserweights are going to come to SmackDown. I didn't want that to happen because SmackDown didn't have enough time for that. But they, with 205 Live coming and would, being taped right before or after yeah, it makes SmackDown, sense. like, but. It would take away from SmackDown, and thankfully it's not happening. Because Raw has three fucking hours to kill. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, in the men's match, mm-hmm. did you expect, I mean, out of all people in that match, the Wyatts to be the last one standing? I wouldn't put any money that the Wyatts would probably be one of the first eliminated, not the last one standing. It was cool because Shane mentioned that on SmackDown. He said, uh, it's funny how the least the two people I didn't think I could rely on were the sole survivors. And uh, Dean Ambrose fucked it up with AJ Styles. Yeah. Good for them. Nice little, 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 uh, nice little rub for them. Little reunion of the Shield. That, that was, that Enjoy was that? That played the mark out more than the night. <laughs> <laughs> Take that a was, shot of wrestling for that mark yeah, that, out that moment. Cool, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a really good show. Really you good show. Two of them, you've seen Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns reunite briefly. But see, now Seth Rollins, who is now a good guy. All of them are good guys now. And uh, it was cool. You know what the Shield... At where the, the place that they debuted Survivor Series, the Shield post Rollins turn yeah. reminds me of DX, okay. where you have Shawn Michaels, Triple H. They were part of this big great faction. Their influence and change professional wrestling, mm-hmm. and they went their both separate ways. They did their own thing, but from time to time you'll see a little glimpse of. Maybe they'll come back together and you're waiting for the moment. Like moments like this where they come together for that one moment. But that's all it is. It's just that one moment. So down the line, I could totally see money being built behind an actual S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. Where the three of them do get back together, take control over the roster, take all the belts and like lead it in like evolution styles, you know? Way down the line. Way down the line. Way down the line. We have a lot more money to make. What's well, funny? Was, was it you at WrestleMania 22 when Shamaka did the DX chop? It's like, oh, there's gonna be a fucking DX reunion. Things gonna be a DX reunion, and lo and behold, the DX came back. It was a watered down PG DX, but it was a still DX reunion. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, Survivor Series was good. I have a couple problems with it. Oh, please share. Small things. What were they? Um. I loved how SmackDown, the women's, came out all blue. Nice. Everyone was wearing the blue uniform. Raw, everyone came out in red. Except my girl Nia Jax. You know, she has black, red tights. And what's going on with her eyeshadow? It's like... I don't know. I don't know. She, she had like demon eyes shadows going on. Someone in the tag teams didn't match up. Like, oh, just what you think blue tights. Everyone has blue, red tights. And... It's Charlotte and Bailey won, right? Right. Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton won, right? Yet they're called Soul Survivors. 
<laughs> no, no. Salsa virus is one person standing, not two. Salsa virus means one. It's annoying. You know what? Maybe you, sh- you should put all four of them together, and they could be the surviving squad. Yeah, squad. So there, because they, they, they could be yes, a squad. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nice, nice, nice circle around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, I think Survivor Series was good. Toronto was hyped up, hyped up all weekend with wrestling. They had like their own little WrestleMania weekend in Toronto. Um, but I would not say that uh, Survivor Series was the main show of the week. I think NXT took it home. I NXT? think NXT NXT <laughs> took it home. Did, Did you, you watch, watch NXT? No. Oh, man. You also, missed- Bob Rue's entrance was a badass. You missed out because if you were really excited about Survivor Series, I think NXT made the weekend. I can even like, like four so or five people better. in NXT. That's it. That's why I didn't go to the show last week. Because I don't. I can name three, four people. That's it. Oh, it was great. I mean, and even it started to influence a little bit of what was going on in Survivor Series with uh, a Ty Dillinger's chance of 10, 10, 10. Did I you get confused when the, when the crowd I was chanting that? I didn't hear that. What match was that? Uh, I can't remember what match. Uh, I think it was the the main the main event with the when and anytime someone went outside the ring and the referee would count one, two, the crowd would just count ten, ten, oh, I didn't catch ten. <laughs> so I mean, this Ty Dillinger, this this guy's getting over big time, big time with the crowd. Uh, but that was a great match, which started off NXT. It was uh, Bobby Roode versus great Ty entrance. Dillinger. Great. 30 minute match amazing oh, 30 minutes, well, really show, great two hours three hours great way to start um you I'll love leave. the uh glorious intro right yeah i'm usually two hours though uh takeovers? the show yeah takeovers yeah it was, it was so you got one fourth of the show yes impressive um he uh bobby rude started off with a choir singing yeah. in his entrance glorious great. Uh, i saw that it was fantastic getting him over in that big way um, and then the Authors of Pain became the second in our, the second annual winners of the Dusty Rose Classic. Okay. That was really nice. Great. Is that the one with the fucking bald guy from the, the Paul, uh, Paul Ellering. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Now they face... Uh, they, like, they shortened the trophy, right? Because I remember last no, year... No, it's it was, so big. It's it huge. Small. It's huge. So and this is, this is a great thing about Uh-oh. NXT this week. Um... I felt like every match not only had their own storyline, but in a way had their own little uniqueness about the match. So, for example, the first match, it was a clean, solid wrestle fest. It was great match okay. quality. Second match had Paul Ellering in a cage suspended up in the middle live. of the ring. That was live. I thought it was like a uh, house show thing. I didn't know. If it was like a no, yeah, that was an NXT takeover. Did he get involved in matches? Like, what was the point of that? Well, they wanted to remove him from being involved as he, he was previously in? involved in uh, the succeeding of the authors. Of hope the they don't do it with Maurice. <laughs> I hope they do do it with Maurice. Uh, Maurice in a cage is a different different show. Yeah. <laughs> bring uh, bring Kid Rock to do the yeah. intro to the Miz. Oh, he one. always has girls with cages on yeah. the side of his concerts. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think uh, NXT was a great show. Samoa Joe. Regaining his NXT championship. Oh my god, so awesome! Putting down cheesecake oh, over. Awesome, great job, great, great job. Your girl Mickey James yeah. returning to the ring. Hopefully, it's more than once. I hope so. The crowd really popped with uh, good, good. with her entrance, 
And, um, you know, Asuka won, but she continues right. to be undefeated. Who knows who will end that undefeated streak? But we're already digressing too much as we're recapping Survivor Series weekend. And we have well, a lot. I like how they uh, interchanged the announcing team. Mm. Oh, yeah, they were right. There's three guys, four guys that match, and then the next match it was different people, and the next match it was different people. It's like musical chairs. I like that. It was pretty cool. It wasn't one set match. It wasn't SmackDown table and a Raw table, which I thought they would do. Mm-hmm. They interchanged the next table. I, I like that. It was a nice touch. You know, and that I, when I saw that, I got an idea. I cool. said, you know, like a shot of wrestling, it's you and me as its core commentators as core hosts yeah. and from time to time we bring someone extra into the mix you bring someone that is exactly what Smackdown should do it should be Mauro Ranallo mm-hmm. and JBL with a musical chair of every week will be someone new actually I, I gotta admit uh, fucking uh, Mr. Hudson is kind of growing on me <laughs> David Otonga thank you I don't know why they fucking did Mr. Pop Hudson. Phillips but David Tuckman, he's growing up. He has his moments. I think he's going to be... He's doing a lot better. He's doing a lot better. He's growing. He's learning. I thought this past week... It's going to be a while, it but... Sh- it definitely showed me he was fighting for his spot. And he wants to be there, yeah. yeah. And uh, it makes sense. I think that's why, I think that's why they brought in Todd Phillips. Hmm. But he's growing. He's learning. Give him time, and uh, I think he'll be good. Yeah. I agree. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, Survivor Series weekend. And a lot more to this wrestling weekend that happened, which is Raw and SmackDown. Which we'll go over in Raw and SmackDown's Heels and Heels. But cheers, cheers and Heels. Nice. Before we get to it, let's get the news right out of the way. Surprise, surprise, busy news week. It's in the news with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. We did not have to go too far from Survivor Series to get our first news topic. Shane McMahon made the news. Thanks to his match. In my opinion, the biggest news story of the night. Because who cares about what we talked about before? Shane McMahon was injured during the five-on-five Survivor Series match. McMahon took a very nasty hit when he tried to hit his coast-to-coast, but was countered by the vicious spear from Roman Reigns. It's badass spear, though, right? Badass. <laughs> He took a man. Rowan made the cover man. for the pin, but Shane was so out of it that he inadvertently put his shoulder off the mat, which I noticed. Mm-hmm. They're like, why isn't he counting? Because this shows off the match. <laughs> uh, causing, of course, the referee to stop the count because the referee was, his shoulders were on pin, announcers. Good referee. Good referee. Yeah. As we mentioned before in an earlier episode, officials have been instructed to call the match as a shoot, so the ref stopped the count as he normally would have. Any other superstar had gotten their shoulder off the mat. However, the official quickly decided that Shane McMahon was legitimately hurt and called for the ring announcer to declare his elimination. It was a little weird how that happened. Mm-hmm. While Shane was getting medic- medication, medical attention, Randy Orton, as I posted on our uh, social medias, yeah, good picture, uh, went and spoke to Shane's kids and his wife, told them that he was okay. What did he say? Do you know what he said? I don't have the I don't have the transcripts. No, but I'm assuming he said he's okay. Uh, Shane eventually was helped to the back and was said to be in a lot of pain immediately backstage. But after receiving some medical attention, some rest, and some relaxation, he was telling people back that he was feeling fine by the end of the night. You think he was pissed at Reigns for him taking him down that hard? No, no, uh, not no Shane like I do. I don't think so. All right. 
uh, Ronnie Orton took to Twitter because people are always commenting on that. And he replied saying, I'm a father. I know what it's like to have your kids at ringside when shit goes sideways. So, um, great job, Randy Orton, man. Class act. Word. Class like. act. So, uh, and Shane's fine, so good job. So I guess there's something else happened at Survivor Series uh, in other news. Well, if you missed our conversation at the beginning of the show. I don't say we can't a podcast. I don't say how do that. <laughs> or you decided to still stick with us. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit more about what's going on. There are plans for Goldberg versus Lesnar 3, which is what Lesnar himself pushed for because he knows there is money in Goldberg and didn't want his return to be a one-time deal. Of course not. There's talk that the match could take place at the Royal Rumble, although many see it going down at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando, Florida. WrestleMania makes more sense. For those that don't know, Goldberg and Lesnar are good friends. Oh, shut up. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it was, in fact, Lesnar's idea to have Goldberg dominate him in this match. Surprising. Yeah. It, it made him look stronger. So I, I can't... Knowing that they're friends is what allowed me to now believe that Lesnar was so okay with it. And he sold it. Yeah. Sold it like hardcore. If someone wasn't sold shit in the past two years, uh, <laughs> see a good job. Yeah. Took some selling lessons. Yeah. Um, Which I've seen a problem. Yeah. There's also a decision made internally to keep the match short because Goldberg was not in the best shape in time for his match. I and heard he that. Had, yeah, he got hurt or something like that. Yeah, he had a nagging shoulder injury, yeah. which the company did not want to risk aggravating any further. Protect your investment, yeah. It was felt having a short match in fashion, it went down, would shock viewers and leave them talking, and in turn, wanting more. And yeah, mission accomplished. They did it right. There was also an idea that during Goldberg's WCW run, <clears throat> WCW. Thank you. In the 90s, he got himself over with quick squash matches, and this was a nod to the past. And this is what, in my previous conversation, I totally agree with, because that is who Goldberg is. He comes out, he kicks ass, jackhammer, goes home. In other news. Jackhammer. (laughs) Jackhammer. What Survivor Series? It is Thanksgiving. So, our generation, you got it. Reminisce about the gobbledygooker. Goober? <laughs> Hector the Guerrero. Surprise, surprise. Uh, got his start in WWE back in the 1990s as the gobbledygooker. Goober? Sports Illustrated posted in A Week in Wrestling featured this week highlighting Hector Guerrero's character. He says, and I quote, The gobbledygooker is called the biggest flop in professional wrestling. But it wasn't meant for adults. It was meant for the children. Vince wanted to do something noble, which I take my hat off and respect. But the circumstances were not favorable, and I totally agree. I couldn't see. The eyes were outside. They were bubbled out. It was almost like they drilled holes into golf balls. I was flawless. Didn't miss a cue. But the stares and looks from the crowd made me feel like the biggest flop in history. That's just the way people reacted. I was in a bad situation because, you know what? You don't blame the boss. You blame the performer. Mm. And gobbledygooker. Gobbledygooker. 
<laughs> no, that's somebody else. Uh, you were remembered. You always remembered. And uh, yeah, you're, he's right. Vince won't get the credit. It's uh, you get the credit for the fucked up. That's right. For being a horrible gobbledygooper. Speaking of fuck ups, another news. In an interview with Ariel Helwani on the MMA great, great Hour today, revealed that CM Punk hopes he doesn't he does get another shot in the UFC. He had his first debut fight a while back and lost it due to submission by Mickey Gall. He says to me, "Yeah, that's up to Dana." I had a good conversation with him. I told him, "Hey, if you want." To cut me, I get it. But I'm a fighting. I'm a fighter. Whether it's for you or someone else. Now, I don't have an agent. I don't have a manager. I'm uh, like uh, Bill uh, Murray. Uh, this line. Just with a lot less money and not as funny or as famous. You might hear an announcement in the coming weeks. I really don't know. There's no timetable on it, and I'm pretty confident my next fight will be in the UFC. Mention this when he first lost. Like, uh, yeah, give him another shot. Brock Lesnar got fucked up his first fight. Give him another shot. But did Brock Lesnar get his ass handed to him? Uh, did he get squashed? Yeah, I believe so. I think it was. I think it was two rounds though. But I think he just got squashed. I'm saying this. This this dude didn't even Look, make it through the through the round. Give him another shot. It's he's money. You're going to sell out. You're going to get money because it's maybe not as much anymore. Give him one more shot. I think, uh, I'll buy it. But do you think by giving him one more shot and he, let's say, CM Punk fails again. Done. Cut him. Do you think that will hurt the UFC product? Not, not, the not, not at all. No? Why no, not? Because he lost. What do you think? Do you think giving him another go- shot. He loses the second shot. Yeah, cut him. Who's that second shot going to be up against? No clue. What do you think? I, I don't know anything about UFC and his weight class, so I don't know. But. No, just thinking as wrestling writers, okay. you know, and, and fantasy make, booking. Would you not think that maybe he should get another shot at Mickey Gall and to avenge his loss? That's not how the UFC works. So I don't no know. rematch? No, no rematch clause? I don't see how that works, no. So I don't know. In other news. Alberto Del Rio. Your did, boy, Alberto yeah. Del Rio. My, my fucking old one. It's probably did, the closest you're ever going to get to Paige. Did an interview. Well, I did an interview with her, right? And fucking Touché. had coffee with her. Touché. Did an interview about his new La Cantina restaurant opening in San Antonio. Texas. Not only did Del Rio dish on what is expected the menu options to be, he discussed on his relationship with Paige. And how it will not be featured on Total Divas. He says, and I quote, I'm not going to be on Total Divas. They're just going to be promoting me because they know everyone wants to know about this. They're going to get to see me for just a two or three seconds. They're not allowed to use my image or voice. You're going to get to see me for just four or five seconds. Now it's four or five seconds. You'll be seeing my girlfriend Paige doing all her stuff. They're going to get to enjoy her for her many, many, many more years. She's going to continue wrestling for all those people wondering if she's going to come back. Yes, she will. She had surgery just three weeks ago. But she's doing what she's supposed to do in order to get back into the ring, which confirms that she's coming back. Yeah. But, and we saw previews. We do see Del Rio in the upcoming season of Del- Have you been uh, keeping up with Total Divas? Uh, yeah, so first two episodes, yes. What do you think about it? I'm enjoying it. 
I'm enjoying it too. I, I, I feel like last, you know, last season. It's like guilty pleasure because it's. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like last season it took a little dip. Like I was like, mm, mm, I, I feel like Total Divas might be running its course. Uh, I, I you know, pick up the top, but the refresh of the cast, Maurice is in it. What, the, with the little the gossip cast. between her and the Bellas that I didn't know about. Every every year they refresh the cast, and it's just now you have the right players. Yeah, right players. Oh. Then this season, watch Total Bellas, and uh, gentlemen, Total if you're Total out Divas. there with your ladies and and you feel a little bit guilty when you. Devote three hours to Monday Night Raw, two hours to SmackDown. What better way to get your lady involved in professional wrestling than through Total Divas? Yeah, a lot of women watch Total Divas. Use yeah. it as a gateway. Gateway drug, yeah. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's hard to drink it in, man. Oh my God, Renee Young's dating Dean Ambrose. Who's who's Dean Ambrose? Let, let me well, show baby. you. <laughs> SmackDown, Let's tune in on SmackDown. Who's the Miz? Uh, he's awesome. Oh, yeah, gateway drug. Yes, absolutely. You know what's funny? Because so my, my wife and I do watch Total Divas together ever since it debuted. Nice. And uh, from time to time when I'm watching like Raw or SmackDown, she'll see one of the girls come in and she'll be like, wow, that Naomi's really good. When are they going to give her a shot? Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, damn right. When are they going to give Naomi a shot? The most oh. athletic girl in that roster yeah, still doesn't got a shot. Oh, love Naomi. I mean, she surprises me from time to time. Nice. She surprises me. Well, speaking of Total Divas, in other news, Tyson Kidd, who has been out of action since mid 2015 after suffering a possible career ending injury in a match against Samoa Joe, posted on Twitter that WWE has made the decision to completely remove him from upcoming episodes of. Total Divas. What's this voice you got going on? <laughs> I noticed that. What's going on here? What are you talking about? It's a news voice. Kid says that WWE does not want to address his injury or how it happened. Kid tweeted the following. I've been taken off the show by WWE. You'll have to contact them to figure it out. You won't see me once this season. In this season. It's all good. Oh, believe me. I don't think they want the situation explained. I'll leave it at that for now. He said, "What did it, they, they, it? Her house. You didn't see him once. It was interesting." You Last know, week episode. So, in the news is a topic that my wife listens to. She listens to the show. Oh, sure, yeah. very, very good listener of she the show. Should get her on the show. Uh, we should. <laughs> But she, we were watching the last uh, episode of Total Divas, and she mentioned, um, you know, how come, you know, it's been two episodes. Like, I want to know, she wanted to know what Tyson was up to because we saw Natalia's dad, Boy, we saw there? Natalia's Boy, mom, and by now, not only would you have seen Tupaz, her cat, yeah, follow him on Instagram yeah, at Tupaz, <laughs> <laughs> but by now we would have seen, would have seen uh, TJ. And she was just like, you know, how's he doing? Like with his neck thing, because she's, you know, she's really concerned. Follow up on his injury because he promote you. Was heavily involved last season. Give us a recap. Give us a follow up. But and I told her to tune into the show this week because I have some breaking news for her. Oh shit! Here um, we go. Okay. And this is about Tyson Kidd. Uh, do you think because they're not showing him on Total Divas and the journey of his injury that this really might just be it for him? Yes. They might just want to erase him. Now they got I a chance. I don't think they want to erase him. It's just that I think his injury is career ending. and don't think he can come back from it. Well. There we go. In other news. That was a breaking news. That was a breaking news. That, he that was a question. Not- that, was, that was a breaking news. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
breaking news? Was there is some <laughs> talk going on backstage. I'm sorry, Cynthia. That was horrible breaking news. Backstage in the WWE about possibly having The Undertaker wrestle a match against AJ Styles at some point within the coming months. Wow. According to our man, the man who listens to the show, by the way, Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, there is a decent chance that we may see this happen in 2017 at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Meltzer said the following, and I quote, There has been legit talk of doing AJ versus the Taker at Royal Rumble. We haven't heard that it's a done deal, but it's something talked about, and if the Undertaker wants to win, they can have Cena go for number 16 at Mania since Cena vs. Taker is a match never done before in Mania. Mm. There may be some timing issues. Undertaker recently had hip surgery, like we mentioned, and currently is going through rehab, though. So, uh, Taker, Cena for the title, I, I pay to see that. I, I am paying to see that. But. So, you're AJ Styles. Imagine yourself as the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. The face that runs the place, the champ that runs the camp. Yeah. Now, are you excited to drop the belt to Absolutely. Taker Absolutely. and like have that moment with Taker? Absolutely. Or are you a little bit upset that the only reason you're dropping the belt for Taker is so your nemesis, your oh yeah, your opposite, the person that you that's been trying to bury you on TV, John Cena could then take it from Taker. I think uh, kayfabe, yes. I think John Cena, not John Cena, uh, AJ Styles is a man in business, professional. He knows how the business works. I think he's fine with it. I think he's happy to fucking get a match from some guy who's indies, some indie scrub to a TNA standout. Now having one of the best rookie years in history. Yeah. Now finally recap his one year anniversary by facing The Undertaker. Undertaker. That's fucking badass. Yeah. The badass. He's, he's had a great year. And we have we reached originally. Six, second to none to uh, Kurt Angle, right? Kurt Angle was the best. Yeah. Um, but he ori- we originally started documenting, uh, if you remember, AJ Styles' careers because we've been on the show, you know, debuting with him, about, his yeah. entrance in the Royal Rumble, and we've been documenting his career, sort of say, um, with a shot of wrestling. And career wouldn't matter. <laughs> And we've said early on that, you know, they're they're wasting the talent on him. But who would have known a year down the line, you know, all that he has accomplished. Yep. Um, this is a great thing about our show, I got to say. You know, okay. we get a lot of hate mail. I know you're in charge of reading the mail. And, I ignore it. And sometimes people, there are a lot of smarks out there who are like, you know, it's it's not real. Or they're telling us, you the know. Miz sucks. John Cena <laughs> sucks. Michael J. Putty, why are you so high on the Miz? And Zack Ryder, give it up. They're not yeah. going anywhere. They're Zach the Ryder's ultimate awesome. jobbers. Whatever. You I'm know, and, 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 and they believe so much in, like, their real life. Mm. The part Ugh. of the show that is entertaining is that it's still real to us, damn it. Yeah. You know? So stories of us talking about why AJ Styles would be upset that John Cena's going to get the title. It's just to get another run. At him at the title. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great conversation. Another news. Connor McGregor, agent Audi Atar, recently appeared on ESPN Five Rounds podcast and mentioned that UFC star is you willing. You don't ahead of time, do you? <laughs> is willing to entertain an offer from the WWE if the money is right. 
I think it's all about business, man. If WWE is going to come with an offer, we are willing to entertain it. We are here. Have their people call his people, which is me. We can have a conversation. Would you like to see Conor McGregor in the WWE? Don't care. Next. Really? You know how much money he's making for the UFC? Uh, too much. Yeah. I mean, yep. so much so that he, he wants a, a partnership in it because he wants some of that money to He can't. I don't see them doing it concurrently. He would have to leave the UFC. <sighs> I think it would be glorious. Loud, but it's fine. Fantastic. great song I, give, I don't know how Irwin doesn't like it I have to give the respect to the Bobby Roode glorious domination song um, you gotta believe that when this kid debuts on any Raw or Smackdown where, where's he even going he's a Raw guy he's Bobby, Bobby Roode is a it's a, a land guy. of opportunity no he's a Raw guy through and through no Smackdown um, make a bet yeah absolutely okay. what's the bet what are the stakes figure it out if we used to come Okay, I like that. All right, so we got to figure that out. In other news. Story I mentioned last week, Chris Jericho interfered in the main event of Raw as Kevin Owens defended his universal title against Seth Rollins. Chris Jericho interfered and went after Rollins while wearing not only a cheesecake knock-em-over sweater, but a Sin Cara mask. Sin Cara. That's what I said. That's what I said. Uh, that interference caused Owens to pin Rollins, blah, 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 blah. Uh, during this week's episode of Talk is Jericho, Jericho said that it was a FU to the internet community that knows everything but doesn't know. <clears throat> Sorry, Grandma. Shit. Ooh. Jericho also explained that Sin Cara is a great guy who apparently he's good friends with and said that Sin Cara actually gave him the mess. He tweeted in response to some smart. It wasn't trolling, moron. It was a sign of respect. So that's that. Another news. WWE By God! Hall of Famer Jim Ross did a recent interview with the Toronto Sun and commented on many topics, including his legacy. The state of the wrestling business today, and if he'd ever want to come back in a full-time role with the WWE, he says, and I... That's my line. That's my line. He says, WWE knows that if they got into a bind somewhere down the road and they needed my services for something, that I'd be there in a heartbeat, and I would. But to go back and work full-time for anybody at my stage in life isn't something I worked all my life to do at this age. That makes sense. They know that I'm always there if they needed, and I know they're always there if I needed them. But we all had to grow, and they've got to prepare for the future. Jim Ross is not the future. Jim Ross is a viable part of the past in other news 
Shelton Benjamin announced several months ago that he would be returning to the WWE, but his return was put on hold so he could undergo surgery to repair a torn rotator cuff. The former Intercontinental Champion tweeted an update on Tuesday saying he is planning on still returning to the E when he is completely healed. Benjamin says the doctors estimate that he should be ready to return into within four to six months. That sucks. In other news. Wow. Big Cass. Colin Cassidy. Yes, not this voice. Recently spoke to FoxSports.com and said that his long-term goal is to be world champion in the WWE, specifically the WWE Universal Champion. Why? I want to be Universal Champion. I want to be the top guy in this company. I think I can be somebody this company can rely on many for many, many years. Do you think Big Cass has the potential to be that main eventer in the WWE some point down the road, Michael Jones? See, that was supposed to be a casual question you, you don't read and just ask me in, in like off the cuff. <laughs> um, but no, honestly, I don't think. No? No. He could be the next Big Daddy Cool. Fucking next test. <laughs> big, the next Big Daddy Cool. He's the next test. He's going to become a single. He's going to get a nice little gimmick. Get a title something and then just not go anywhere. You think as a single competitor he will ever have Carmela as his valet? If he goes to SmackDown, yeah, because he did. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be fucking badass. That'd probably put him over so much. Well, she's, she's probably be a great valet. I'm sure Carmella? she would. Actually, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. In other news. The IMDB. Which stands for? Um, the uh, I don't know. What Internet Movie Database is listing John Cena on the cast list as being in the new upcoming Thor movie. What? Thor? So, who is John Cena playing, you ask? Who? 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 He is playing himself. What? Cena playing himself <laughs> isn't really unheard of no. as he has done so in other films such as, Didn't as you kids may remember, home? Fred's movie. And, of course, like he just Daddy's said, home. Daddy's Home. Yeah. He has also done voiceover for the Hulk in the Marvel Avengers Academy video I game as well. that voice sounded familiar. You don't play that game. You don't play that game. <laughs> I'm a gamer. No, you're not. Me and my boy TJ Perkins always, uh, you know, yeah, we get down. Okay, what we get game down you playing? video games, huh? What game are you playing? Um, right now we're playing 2K17. Uh, are you really? 2K17. No, you're not. Really good game. No, you're not. Um... I have uh, the, green, be a lie. the Green Man in career mode. That better, that better be a lie. Because I fucking spent money for three years buying you those games you never fucking played once. <laughs> yeah, news. I played it once. Jake, Yeah, the- just once. Fuck this dog the fucking drain. Jake the Snake Roberts posted on his Twitter account Sunday that he lost his Hall of Fame ring. That sucks. Dun, dun, dun. And he needs to help find it. On a like new- zoinks. <laughs> On a new episode, Jake the Snake loses things. Yeah. He teams up with Diamond Dallas Page as they ask the social media community and the media warriors to help him search for the ring. He also enlists the the uh, the work of Scooby Dooby Doo. Roll. Yeah, there you go. Yes. He said on his Twitter, if anyone finds 
at Jake Snake DDT, his Hall of Fame ring, please let us know. Come on, social media world. You can really make this happen. Signed, DDP. Never a chore statement has ever been said. The social media world is extensive. The wrestling community is extensive. Someone knows where this ring is. And the fact that it hasn't turned up yet means someone who doesn't know what the wrestling world is <laughs> has it. And it's going to waste. Someone picked it up and there's like they're like, um, what does Hoff mean? Yeah. Is this Dave Hoffenhoff's ring? What does is, what is Jake the Snake Roberts mean? What? In other yeah. news. To be that fucking guy who has that ring. Oh. Would you return, return it? Yeah. WWE Moji app is now available. It can be downloaded now for $1.99 in the App Store or Google Play. It contains hundreds of emojis encompassing all aspects of the WWE brand. Really? Like I need WWE. Founder and CEO of Moji, Oliver Camillo, says, and I quote, We are so excited for WWE fans to download and use this app a lot of time and thought went into creating a product that not only embodied the WWE brand but was designed specifically for the fans to use I thought it was 99 cents so I bought it <coughs> it's not bad it's, co- it's cool I put added it to my keyboard lists you thought it was 99 cents yeah then like alright so it was 199 I'm like the, the, the one so it was 199 like no it's still fucking product research right off of my taxes Nice. It's cool. The John Cena pack, the Bella Twins pack, the Stone Cold pack are an additional 99 cents. Ouch. So I'm not going to buy those. Did you um, Did you uh, have to pay for the vacant pack? No, they had to pay me to buy that. Yeah. And it's also me. non-existent because it's vacant. And it sucks. <laughs> I got the news. But I sent you some. Yeah, you did. I've not updated to the uh, iOS 10 yet for moral reasons. Okay. But when I do, some of them should be animated. You did, you did Daniel Bryan doing Yes, Yes. There's some animation to involve, so I'm looking forward to that. But as of now, it's just regular emojis. And uh, Again, thanks to uh, Total Bellas and uh, Total Divas, my wife sometimes texts me when I ask her like questions like, Hey... Are we going to meet for dinner tonight or okay. are we going to do this? She'll like text me, yes, 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 exclamation point. I, I, gotta, I know what that means. I got to teach you how to do the, the uh, yes, 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 hand motions. It's zero, backslash, front slash. I got, this uh, one would surprise you. Back when um, Zack Ryder was big, like around WrestleMania days. This WrestleMania? Yeah, this past WrestleMania. She would even text me, why, why, <laughs> K. You know what she did that? Because why? I, what I, is it? Uh, I used to post that on... No, uh, W-W... Woo-woo-woo, you know it. Yeah. So it's W-W-W-Y-K-I. K-I, yeah. So I would would sometimes put W-W-W on my random Facebook feeds. Uh Uh-huh. Our friend Zia would comment Y-U-I, Y-K-I. And uh, there was sometimes she replied back. I was like, whoa. Oh, Abel's got a keeper there. She knows. Abel's got a keeper there. Uh, I'll say it again. Another news. Uh, okay. Well, Steve Carino will be finishing up his Ring of Honor um, stint in December. And 
then will become a full-time trainer at the WWE Performance Center in yeah. January. Do you know who he is? Now, Car- um, Steve Carino. Yeah, you know who he is? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, who is he? Um, he works right now f- currently for Ring of Honor. Yeah, but who is he? He is a uh, guy. I don't know who he is. I have no idea. That name's, I th- when I saw that name, I thought it was fucking uh, the Body Donna's guy. I knew I knew you were going to say that. You thought he was uh, Skip? No. Skip and Chip? With I don't a know, Sonny? I don't know who this guy is. The name sounds familiar. I just don't know who he is. Uh, yeah, anyway. Now, Carino recently spent time at the WWE Performance Center as a guest trainer. You really don't know who he is? No, I don't follow Ring of Honor, so I wouldn't know. Where could you watch Ring of Honor? YouTube? In know. other news. This is a random story that I read this week and I just wanted to add because it was a. I liked it, so I'm going to report about it. Kevin Nash recently spoke with Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated was again reporting about wrestling for the school. And talked about how the WWE chairman, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, wanted Nash to have a boxing match against the legendary wow. Hall of Famer, Who? Iron Mike Tyson, Who? What? Really? for charity back in the 1990s. He says, and I... You gotta do that shit for money, man. Cool. No they brought time. me up to the WWE headquarters, which was then called Titan Tower at the time. And Vince went into this elaborate idea for me fighting Mike Tyson in Central Park, which would have been cool. Who would we have been? We would have been there. I asked him, how much am I getting going to get paid? Vince said it was for charity. And I said, fuck. <laughs> what a dick. I ain't fighting Mike Tyson and getting to knock the fuck out for charity. Well, that's true. Then, in that same shitty conversation, he said, Vince told me, by the way, you're going to drop the strap to Bret Hart at Survivor Series because we're getting the, going to put it on Shawn Michaels. Oh, not a great conversation, huh? Wow. Tough. Well, Tough to fucking, be diesel. Yeah, I love hearing these backstage random stories. And thanks to the support that for bringing them to us. Finally, and on a high note, you know the news. Well, it's the, uh, the month of babies. The, the announcement of Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan having their baby girl. A few weeks ago, we announced that Baby Green Man will be on its way. Um, At the same time, the Bella, um, Brian Bryan's right, huh? Aren't you close to Brian Bryan's uh, due date? Aren't you guys on the same path? Like we're we're first, uh, yeah. yeah, and they're following following suit. But uh, congratulations are in order for to Randy Orton and his wife Kim, who welcome a brand new eight pound baby girl named Brooklyn Rose. Congratulations to the Orans on their new bundle of joy from your boys at a shot of wrestling. Yeah, good for them. It's so much shitty news in the world. It's fun. And this is a nice little fuck up with Cesaro taking off his jacket at Survivor Series. Yeah. Um, in the world of shitty fucking news, it's always nice to hear some positive. Brooklyn, what do you think of the name? I like it. I think it's badass. There's somebody. I don't remember who it was. It might have been on like a TV show. Would you who, date a Brooklyn? Yeah. Nice. Brooklyn sounds hot. Um, who named their daughter Brooke. Their middle name was Lynn. Eh, I don't like that. They try to be too creative. What's the difference? They try, to be, they try to be too creative. Her name's Brooke. It's not Brooklyn. Yeah, we call it Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn in the house. Brooklyn Rose Orton. BRO. Oh my hey. god, she the BRO! <laughs> Out, of Out of nowhere! nowhere. <laughs> 
Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Michael J. Putty and I need to replenish our drinks. Yep. And we'll come back with some Raw and SmackDown cheers and heels. Spoil vert, Ross off. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown cheers. And he. We are breaking the walls down because it is time for the best show. It's so good that Chris Jericho wants to be a part of it. Him and his best friend KO. You cannot honestly tell me that Raw is like you've not been watching Raw the last couple weeks then. He he's been one of the best parts of Raw. Yeah, the only part of Raw that's worth tolerating. So let me start it off this week. Because I have to cheer the highlight heel. Because Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens did an amazing heel job. On that highlight reel, when they both pulled one over, my eyes, your eyes, everybody's eyes in that arena, when they thought, everyone thought, that they were going to turn on each other, but their friendship is just tighter than ever, my friends. It was too soon for them to turn on each other, but I like the foreshadowing. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. No. These guys are friends forever. They should get bracelets. No, that But uh, I have to heal. Oh, no. No, I don't. Because I have no heels for Monday Night Raw. It was a great show. How the hell? Do you not have any heels for that show? Uh, maybe you could educate me on something that I should be healing. But it was a great show. Top to bottom. Soup to nuts. Don't. Don't, don't do that. So give, me another, give me another cheer then. All right, another cheer. How many in total do you have? Oh, gosh. The list is endless. But, I, but I'll give you another cheer. I have to cheer Goldberg. All right, I got to cheer something because that's Goldberg. a waste of my time. Goldberg. I got to cheer. It looks like Nia Jax finally getting involved in some storylines. I'll, I'll come be, back to Goldberg. She's not, she's not going to be only just pushed as this dominant monster. She's actually getting involved in storylines and real meaningful matches. Is she part of the Queen's Court finally? Fucking hopefully. I got a heel. Got some. Um, so Bailey loves to hug people. Gets the Survivor Series win with Charlotte. After she wins that match, Charlotte kicks her ass. And yet Sasha Banks gets a title shot. I don't get it. Makes no sense. They're setting Bailey up for the title shot. You have to give it to. Once again, Sasha Banks, which is on Raw, so maybe Sasha Banks will get the title did, match. Did Sasha Banks already get her rematch, though, from her last, when she lost it to Charlotte? At Hell in a Cell? No. There you go. She saw... Well, who cares? It's on no. Raw, so that, does that mean... There's, there's no reason to heal this. This is actually makes sense. No, because not every title sh- loss gets an automatic title shot. Really? Yes. Who are you, making up rules now? No, it happens in the past. Pay attention. Yeah, but there's a rule. You have no, it's not a, rule. a, it's not, it's a not, clause it's in your not, contract. It's not in every contract that says 
you. No, you don't. It's not in every contract. Get a uh, rematch. It's not in every contract. Watch Raw. Obviously. Any cheers? Uh, I cheered my Ajax and I healed that. Do so you want me to continue? That's okay. Let me finish my cheer then. Goldberg. <sighs> okay. Um, Goldberg. Uh, chill. Wait, let me, I, let me I, tell you why no, I need to cheer Hulk no, Goldberg. Because, because, no, 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 no. I, I loved, Who cares? No, no, no. I loved, I always love when someone puts in their mind the writers, whoever's producing the show, and they start a show with something that ended a previous show. So we just wrapped up Survivor Series. Everybody's hyped up on the Goldberg angle. And now he's starting Monday Night Raw. Okay. And he played and he pandered to the crowd and saying that, oh you know, this God. is a one time deal. But then he went to the back and Stephanie McMahon spoke to him and he said, do you have one more title shot on him? And I have to say borderline, depending where I was going to go, I may have healed that part because when do when out of squash, 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 <laughs> when out of all of a sudden does the authority say are you ready for another title run like you're just giving out title runs you earn shit like that you know you fight in matches and you earn your title runs you don't just be given title runs but then he said the road to your next title run is in the royal rumble and that was great i got to cheer it um another cheer braun Strowman running over sammy lame yeah, God damn cool. it, that was great. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was badass. He came out of nowhere like a Mack truck, just out of nowhere, man. He just threw him down. And I I I don't know if um if Sammy Lame is just a, did a great job at at selling so hard that it made me feel bad for him. Probably. Like yeah. I I started loving it and then I'm like, all right, this this is a little too much. Like he's got a family, yeah. You know, damn it, he's got children. God damn it, you're evil. You know, even Mick Foley had to come out and stop the match. Yeah, that was great. In other news, uh, I guess I kind of chilled this because it was funny. Yeah, I kind of felt bad at the long run. Uh, Chris Jericho calling my girl Charlie Charles. You think it was on purpose? Yes. I think it was, it, was on purpose. it was not on purpose. I thought, I thought that he totally slipped up. Um, he did a great job cleaning it up. Because it was funny. It made sense. Because her name's Charlie. Charles. However, then she went on Instagram saying that she used to hate it on the playground when kids used to call her Charles. <laughs> He's such a bully. Poor such fucking Charlie. Such a bully, that KO. Such a great heel. Such so yeah, uh, yeah, heel. it was cool. Um, it's all I got for Rock. It's Rock on the phone. There was a lot more, a lot more cheers. Taking a, a page out of the Attitude Era. We had Enzo Amore showing up to Monday Night Raw. Who? Raw. Who? No, he showed up Raw to Enzo, Monday Night Raw. Oh, okay, whatever you said his name. En- Enzo Amore. Okay, oh, Enzo Amore. Oh, Enzo Amore. Yeah. But that was good for all those people who like the 
raunchy attitude era jokes i thought this fit right in so it's it talked and pandered to that crowd and i loved how they built a match out of it i think that's something that monday night raw has been missing like matches just get created out of nowhere and you sometimes like you just ask like why does sasha banks need a rematch you know you know these are the kind of details they need to build in the storyline yeah rusev wants to kick your ass enzo why because you just you're freaking naked in front of his wife that's why so it totally made sense and i loved it anything else no well i have to cheer the new look to uh the new look to be on the road all right why 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 you like the way too many cheers for this fucking shitty show it's a great show i have to cheer the new look of the new day who apparently are on the road to take the demolition record but they have to and maybe stop by luke and andy my boys luke and andy who could get major heel heat if they stop them right when they're about to get it they're probably they'd be so hated so hated i love it i kind of really want them to to take the titles from them now just to get the heel heat you're wasting my time if they don't get the title. And uh, that brings me to my last two cheers for Jeez, Monday Night Raw. Two. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> the new face of the Cruiserweight title picture includes oh, Rich Swan. How great. This guy is someone who deserves it. Yeah, can't wait for his title shot on a show and they were fucking watching the network. Baltimore Rays. Friend of our boy, Larry Legend, Rich Swan gets his opportunity to battle on a show no one's gonna watch. Brian Kendrick. Give it to fucking him on Raw, give it to him on the next fucking uh, roadblock. Give it to him on a show <laughs> no, no one's gonna watch. Rich Swan is awesome. No, he's fucking seems cool. He's great. But you're gonna give it to him on a show no, live. no one's gonna watch. Kick, kicking it off no one's gonna watch in a show. big way. No, no one's gonna watch. Kicking it off show. in a big way. My last year goes to the main event. Kevin Owens versus Rollins with a great, great match. I mean, this is until the ending, which pay-per-view fucked it, quality the whole, match. Right the ending there. ruined everything. It was a pay-per-view quality match. Yeah, until the ending was fucked it up. Seth Rollins doing his great high spot off off the bleachers. Oh my god! But awesome. The ending, the ending ruined that match. How? You got Sin Cara it was a coming great back. Great match. Who was Chris Jericho? A shitty friends. fucking ending. They're awesome. You make no sense. A great out. match that not did not pan out and go through top to bottom. No, the, the great match that a shitty ending. Hopefully, it's not how this show goes, but I think it might because uh, let's get into SmackDown. Uh, cheers and heels. Once again, I have all cheers except one heel. <laughs> uh, cheers, JBL says, and I quote: "Ellsworth looks like a lowercase i." What? He looks like a matchstick. Did he have a neck brace? <laughs> literally, I was sitting on my couch and I literally LOL'd. <laughs> literally LOL'd, so I had to fucking write that down. Good job, JBL, once again, in delivering the comic relief. I got a heel. Oh, James Ellsworth. Booker T, I mentioned oh. this last week, two weeks ago. I totally agree with you. I am over it. It's done. It's boring. Played out. And uh, this guy can't do shit without fucking uh, Dean Ambrose's involvement. And uh, now he's just, where's he going to go from here? But Nowhere. Like, but he just won a, a contract. Yeah. Thanks to Dean Ambrose. Yeah. 
and a title picture and title shot, which he already had. That's he's not going to win. My question is, how long are uh, WWE contracts? Is he signed for a year? It's, it depends. Is it a five-year deal? Some a year, some are two years, some are three years. Does he have every, the uh, Mark Divas? Henry deal where he's twenty years? Not, twenty years, yeah. No, I, doubt, I don't see him giving twenty-year deal. Probably have probably like a six-month, twenty-year uh, year deal. Well, I agree with you. I have to heal uh, Ellsworth, uh, but not for the same for the reason you have. I have to heal him because uh, he wanted to fight for his contract in a ladder match. I was like, dude, that's badass. You already got what you wanted. You got a contract. No, no. Why? Why do you want to put it on the line? Because Dean Ambrose said he was given. He didn't earn it, and he felt like he needs to earn it. And that was nice. Forget you. You don't feel like you need to earn it. And then who are you to put conditions in this match? Like, if I win, not only do I want a contract, but I want a title shot. Because he He already had a title shot. Because he had a contract. He blew it. He's putting it on the line. Blew it, man. So good for him. Got to cheers the Wyatts, adding themselves to the tag team title picture. You know, a few weeks ago, I was healing Randy Orton joining the Wyatt family. And I was like, I really hope that him joining brings a new dimension to the Randy Orton character. I'm still not seeing it, but I am intrigued because they are definitely investing in this group. And now, as a tag team possible, tag team threat to Beauty and the Man Beast, who knows where this could go? Michael, you're gonna cheers the uh, tag team turmoil match because you don't see the time of gauntlet match anymore these days. No, that's true. It's refreshing. It was different. It was something entertaining, and I liked it. It was, I liked it. I, I, I cheered that because it wasn't like a fucking four and four elimination match. It was. She's the one. One on one, you win, you face the next guy. It was, like I said, you don't see that that often. I like it. It was great. Uh, I got to also cheers the uh, Dean Ambrose, Shane Man backstage segments. Okay. They were very entertaining. Dean Ambrose came off very well. Shane Man played it off very well, and it kind of threw me back to the late. Hold on, uh, hold on. You might like this. If it's the first time you're listening to a shot of wrestling, yes, Michael J. Putty is a big Zack Ryder mark. Huge. Huge. It kind of threw me back to the days, the late era of the Vince Stone Cold era. Okay. Feud. When Stone Cold did something. I think it was after he was wrestling, we made him a commissioner. Or I have to agree. He did, he did a great job. And he'd come in, do something annoying, or sing a song, yeah. and Vince would just get annoyed. I love it when he played the Mountie. Yeah, and then... Same thing. The Mountie always gets his man. It was great. <laughs> Both of them play their characters very well. Yes. Not sure that. Actually. I loved it when he was smacking them in the ring. And he was like, yeah, ouch. Yeah, don't, like, like, don't, gentle, don't touch yeah. me. Don't touch me. Nice. It was, nice. It was great. The whole thing was great. Uh, yeah. I have to heal Baron Corbin. Uh, That's your boy. That is my boy. I don't know if he got lost in the crowd. But like Sin Cara was on the top rope, ready to deliver a high spot, and Me then the Kalisto? camera moved to the crowd because apparently. Me Kalisto. 
Who did I say? See cars on Raw. Oh, yeah. Kalisto. Um, the camera, that, that wasn't his fault. That was the camera editing fucked up. It, it was just weird. It, was like, it, it looked at like he was there, and I, I had to pause it. I was like, was the camera shooting at him, but it was too fast, and we didn't see him? I was like, what, what's going on? It, it, was, it was a botch. It was a botch. So, uh, anything else, my friend? Are you done? Yeah, that's it. Smackdown. Wow. Was did, all right. did you watch the whole show? Yeah, it was just all right. What did okay. I miss? The Miz? Um, it happened in a couple weeks. Full build. That, and uh, this week, I finally got to give in and cheers it. Natalia, who was annoying <laughs> and being very underused. Very but underused. But her constant, very. straight, deadpan use of famous movie quotes. I, for some reason, this dude just Titanic and it just won me over. I'm now into this Natalia doing movie quotes gimmick. So is she doing movie quotes or songs? I thought she was doing songs. I wasn't sure either. Let's use a movie quote. No, okay. it was a song quote. It was a song quote from Celine Dion. It was previously From the movie Titanic. Yeah, but either way, I like her using these quotes and people, and whoever she's talking to goes like. Because her heart will go on. Did she just quote, blah, blah, blah? Uh, I got a cheers. The Miz. Dolph Ziggler. Ladder match being announced for TLC. Not only will that be the match of the night, it is definitely be a contender for match of the year. Wow. Wow. These two work very well together. Now throw in a ladder match into it. This is going to be a fucking great match. Match of the night. And like I said, my vote for match of the year. Before you even see it. Who else is there? Wow. Goldberg fucking Lesnar? Let me tell you. This year is ending with some great ladder matches. You're saying Dolph Ziggler and The Miz? Yeah. G- uh, what's his name? Mario Renal was saying, you know, this past week on SmackDown, you saw James Ellsworth and AJ Styles putting a great quality match that could rival. Speaking of which, <laughs> I'm cheering the end of that ladder match. Because it was something different. You don't see it, if ever, some underdog scrub winning because the, the man got tied up in the ropes. <laughs> you still had that match one. So so reminiscent of um, the ladder match at WrestleMania 10 with Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. Yeah, it was cool. Good job, good job, A Styles, for getting your leg caught up in... It was, it was, I didn't see that coming. It was just how he did that was quick, smoothest, different, and get let this fucking. You know, although he could have untied himself as quickly, like how JPL said, "Untie him, untie him, refs, untie him." Yeah, we're still But uh, honorable mention, um, that Styles fall from the top of the ladder match. Oh, nasty! Um, I had to replay that one because I was like, wow. Did he just make that look so nasty? It was very nasty. Or was it really nasty? I think it was nasty. I don't think he planned that. Oh, I, think, I, think, I think I think I think he came off. I think he was hoping to catch his, both his legs on the ropes. Okay. And then his ankle yeah. it just was too far and just that's why he flipped. Wow. Yeah. And um, I've done that before, playing video games. <laughs> Mainly Grand Theft Auto when I fucking crash into a pole, my guy goes through the fucking windshield. And flips and tosses around, but it was real life, and uh, definitely wasn't planned. Definitely was a mistake, and uh, you could tell by the swarm of refs that just 
covered him when he landed. But that, that was sick. That was uh, one of the spots of the year. But that was sick. And unplanned. It was, uh, and thank God he was all right. SmackDown once again came out on top. Great show. Really? Looking forward to TLC. Well, Monday Night Raw drew a 3.0 million viewership this week. Just a 3.0. Yeah, 3.0. Yeah. 3.0 million. Don't say million. 3.0. Don't say million. Um, which was up to from 2.87 million. Big jump. Yeah, from the previous week. Now, this considering that this show was also following a Survivor Series. They also have the big fallout from Goldberg squash match and against Lesnar. Shitty Monday Night Football match. And uh, Goldberg also announced that he will be an entrant in the Royal Rumble. Now, SmackDown Live, which was announced beforehand, or whatever, saw its numbers dip from 2.725 the previous week. Uh, who, from the people who turned into, if you remember, the Undertaker, Edge, uh, for the anniversary 900 episode. Of course, it's going to go down. But the Survivor Series fallout could not help them. They only attracted 2.5 million viewers. As I said, I wasn't one of them. But two is a big night for TV. I, I know you like the silver lining, Mago J. So I did a little research. And this is the biggest audience since September 13, not counting the SmackDown 900 episode for oh. SmackDown Live. Oh, bad. So even though it was low, or than the previous week, it had a big competition, but it was still a really um, highly tuned. SmackDown Live. We talk about this, I don't know if we talk about it on the show, but like watching Raw is kind of like programmed in our minds because Monday night it's habitual. For the last twenty something years, I don't watch TV. I watch Raw. Do you really though? Yeah, I don't even because you DVR it. No, I watch it at nine o'clock. Okay, I watch Gotham. That was a great show. Yeah, give up. Go back on Gotham. That was great. But. SmackDown has never been on Tuesdays. It's up against a heavy competition. And the fact that it's holding its own this way says I'm not SmackDown. Good job. Well, it was a good show. It was a good week. And yeah. uh, this is what happens with weeks like this. You get so much more wrestling out. You get tired, exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That you need a break. Okay. So while we go on break, we're going to allow our friend Patiak to entertain us and give us a little break from oh. this week's professional wrestling. Ballsy move for your fucking second. <laughs> this is Patiak. While MJP and Green Man refill their drinks, listen to my new single exclusively on A Shot of Wrestling. Woo!
Set up out of the gears and I'm pretty bit of the best Never gonna get in a rest until my last breath on my deathbed And with that said, you better get running because I'm running like a thief I, I rock the beat, with every lyric I drop I used to face the beat, but I still come out on top Doesn't matter how long it took, because I never stopped I'm unmotivated, never pitching, I'm making papers, I can't ever track I know the haters will hit it Patiac. If you want to learn a little bit more about Patiac, listen to a few of our previous episodes. He's also in the intro to every one of our episodes since he's been on the show. He just did a just did a big show last week down in Phoenix, even the Phoenix area, Arizona. That's where he mainly resides. I don't really got the big headline he, he uh, accompanied though. Oh big, yeah, he was performing out this weekend. It was a big name, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. was it Patiac? the big show? <laughs> but uh, follow Patiac. He's uh, got some great music. That was just Patiac assassin. Just one of them. Uh, yeah, so we've gotten to the end of the show, my friends. My oh, friend, yeah, good job. Two weeks in a row. Two How you doing? In, doing pretty well. Um, we'll see. And <laughs> we'll see once it posts. Jury's still out. Yeah. Any uh, go home thoughts? Um, Mission is last week so how was your birthday how was your party how, how was your birthday Another you know what? it was really good I have to say this was the one year I just turned 35 the green man's 35 um, and uh, this was the first year that I didn't plan anything you made your sister-in-law do it yeah. <laughs> well usually I'm very controlling when it comes to my birthday <laughs> you like, like your birthday I, I like 
celebrating and I like having and creating memories with my close ones, my so family, my friends. There's just a lot going on, a lot of things going on personally, a lot of things going on at work, and I was just like, yo, planning a birthday party or planning a get-together is just something extra I was going to throw in the mix, and I'm not ready to do that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, my uh, sister-in-law, Erica, stepped up to the plate through a killer bash at a karaoke spot in the neighborhood, and uh, you guys closed down the bar from what I heard. Yes, we did, yeah. How was that? Did you enjoy yourself? It was a good time. Yeah, it was fun. It was a pre-game here with the professor and uh, former guest Zia. Hung out for a while, talked, drank a little too much. A little too much. And then we went to the bar and uh, hung out for a while. It was cool. Yeah, it was a very, it was a great time. Great, great time for everybody who wished me well and who had everyone, everyone who participated in making my birthday week. Not even a day, my birthday week. Um, be a memorable one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Um, yeah. So those are your go home thoughts. Great. Well, I got you. Um, well, you brought this up a, a few episodes ago. I did. Uh, what, you know, we haven't done this in a while, but what are. In uh, 40 episodes. <laughs> what are your top three divas? Current now we're, now we're going to do current, not current. All time. Yeah, now before when we started the show, we always used to ask each other, "What are your top three yeah, of so all time?" We did that, and we get a new guest. We asked them their top three of all time. But now we got some time to kill. Yeah. So, what are uh, your current? I think top it's like three? ten minutes now. <laughs> uh, current top three. It's a little tougher. Oh, okay. You got top three? I'm making them up right now in my head because okay. I know you're going to ask me next. So, no, I, I didn't. Not, mine's not even solidified. Definitely got to get fucking throwing uh, Ava Marie. That she's on my list. On uh, Nikki Bella. I got mine. And the third one is a kind of a fucking toss. Okay, can, can I do a tie? No. I'm gonna do a tie. No, you can't do a tie. Gonna, you gonna, get uh, three, and that's it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a tie for third. Nope. 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 Sorry, ain't happening. I'm gonna do a tie. Ain't gonna happen. Uh, I don't accept it. The first name out of your mouth is the one that's gonna no, be the I'm, three. I don't care if you accept it or not. I'm giving you a tie. Okay. Well, you're a tie. I'm not accepting well, it. Well, you're. Oh, never mind. I don't need a tie. <laughs> Naomi. Oh. <laughs> Who was she tying with before? Lexa Bliss. Ooh. It was Lexa Bliss. It was Lexa somebody else, and then I saw Naomi. I'm like, fucking Naomi. Naomi, close. My top three okay. are um, Eva Marie. Of course. Alexa Bliss, of course, and uh, Brie Bella. Very similar to yours, actually. If you think about Brie it, Brie Bella's on the current roster, so you need another. No, nope. You're not letting me. She's retired. Brie. Shit. Uh, this guy was drooling over Brie Bella when we saw. Oh man, Total she looks so great in her post interviews. Uh, Brie's interviews, yeah. Um, Total Divas. Oh, so fine. She's on the current roster, though, my friend. She's currently retired. Damn it. Oh, this is a tough one, then. I'm going to go with um, Renee Young. Renee Young. Fair enough. Yeah. All three SmackDown women. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Check that out. Well, I must ask you then to marry Kill. Oh, Jesus. See, I can't 
see not doing all three of them. I can't kill one of them. Can't do it. You have to. You have to do it. Yeah, that's a, that's the point of the game. Do, uh, you, you're gonna marry do yours. What do you think about it? It is very difficult. It's a very difficult choice because, like you, I would do each and every one of them. So, but I have to make a choice. I'm gonna yeah. do Eva Marie. No, 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 no. I'm gonna kill Eva Marie. Okay. And I'll tell you afterwards. I'm gonna do uh, Alexa Bliss, and I'm gonna marry Renee Young. I think Renee Young has a great head on her shoulders. She definitely. I think can entertain me in in my old age, but Alexa Bliss is very athletic and, I and petite. I, I like the petite I like chicks, that. and I don't think uh, the action in the bed is going to be that that great from uh, Eva Marie. But Alexa oh, Bliss, really Miss Gymnastic over there, is going to be awesome. So. You like the petite short woman? That's my choice. My thing is, what does I, James Ellsworth look like a hedgehog? He looks like a hedgehog, yeah. like Sonic the Hedgehog. I am We're not watching Survivor Series. By financially the way. stable enough, or muscular enough, or man enough to handle Nikki Bella? She likes she's a gold figure. She likes the yeah. money, <laughs> which I do not have. Mort. So, although I want to bang her, I might kill her. Do Eva Marie and marry the wifey material of wifey materials, Naomi. Wow. All right. Easy peasy. I like this. Yeah. I like this. I actually like this list a lot better than our original list. All time. I remember. You might have time. to go back to episode one to see. I remember he picked Trish Stratus. I don't remember who else I picked. It was forty weeks ago. Yeah. I, I think Lita. Remember. I think Lita was in my list. I think Lita's. Lita's on my list. Like all time, all yeah. time. Free Bella, Lita was on mine. I think I need Tori, Tori Wilson. Yeah, no, no, no. Stacey Keebler. No, no, not on mine, though. Well, if you are playing along with this week's drinking game, we said squash ten times. That's it. That's it, my friend. Interesting. We're done. That's it. Ten times. That's all we did. All right. So to, to be part of the conversation, follow us at a shot of wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and shot of wrestling no a on Twitter for all your news updates and you know funny meme shit. <laughs> this show is from the fans to the fans, and this is your forum to discuss your thoughts, have fun with it, and who knows your thoughts could be a part of next week's show for more information or to be a sponsor email us at inbox at you got it a shot of wrestling.com all right my friend another one's in the books episodio 41 cheers until next time for michael j putty i'm the green man squash green man out. Baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. 
And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. <laughs> but I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.